0: happy to finally have another one that's like working because it was driving me nuts not being able to like watch my plex stuff like when it's slow at work hey guys what are you talking about new ipad mini
1: mini. oh cool well new to me new to me me. it's been out for probably like five years (laughs) but i just heard you guys chatting and thought might be kind of fun to stop in sit down and do an episode of movie schmovie it's weird that you it was already recording though Mm -hmm. so that was good i do sometimes leave the door's open, so friends can come in, I and I just you. have the I just have it going, yeah. I got you. It's sort like of that. it's sort of a paranoid Nixon thing that I've got going on, where I just want to record everything. <laughs> Watch yourself. Nothing incriminating could possibly happen. Nothing. But uh, and as I say this, I realize that I don't think we did this in our last episode. I'm John. I'm Steve. I'm Ron.
0: Yeah, this is movie movie episode two one three. This is our summer movie preview episode for. The summer of 2018, the year of our Lord.
1: <laughs> or maybe
0: your Lord, I don't know.
1: Year of somebody's Lord. Somebody's, somebody's Lord. Yeah. I believe when they make people swear in on, on John Hodgman's Judge John Hodgman podcast, mm. he says, uh, do you swear to God or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like him a lot. Man. So
1: here we are looking forward. I don't know if we've done like a seasonal preview like this it's in a while. A it's been a bit. It's been a while. Um, And I think it's because we haven't been doing as many episodes these last couple of years, and every now and then it just gets away from us. We were discussing how often a major film seems to be coming out, like a franchise film, and how often, if we are going to talk about those films, that does eat up a lot of our attention. So maybe that's why I feel like we haven't done this last few seasons. But giving uh, the summer of 2018 a a once-over, before we get into our specific picks, do you have any general thoughts? Does it look like a really good summer, or is it hard to say yet? Does it seem like there's a lot of holes yet to be filled? It seems like a really, like... Uh,
0: unbalanced summer mm-hmm. to me. I mean, I know we're only talking about four months, but I, and it's kind yeah. of like May and August seem kind of like light to me. I mean, there's some stuff coming out in August that seems interesting enough, but it's not like anything that's... Yeah. The summer blockbuster movies. I think May-
1: last, last year I picked Logan Lucky for very much that reason, that it was the only movie in August yeah. that seemed kind of interesting. And I'm sure that like shit will be announced between now and then that mm-hmm. that will creep in but yeah august seemed really strange to me <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just weird like looking at the list of everything
0: when i was going through and making my picks it was like june and july there's a shitload of movies yeah. i'm like wow which one do i pick but then may and august you like wow there's like not
1: many things to pick
0: mm-hmm. from i mean lots mm-hmm. of small films limited releases and things like that but that's been that was the big thing i noticed
1: yeah the one thing we talked about before this episode trying to be be like Def- like confident with our picks and mm. not do a lot of also rans. the only thing that makes that kind of funny once i looked at all the months is mm. if i were to say what were the four films i was most excited right. to see in the next four months i think they all come out in june exactly exactly <laughs> uh. but if i but if i got to space it out it, it forces you to be a little brutal it forces you to weigh things a little differently so i do think it's an interesting challenge to try to winnow it down to just one because, oh, it's yeah, hard yeah june is is especially painful but i don't know ronald uh do you want to get us started Sure, so this is May. We're yeah. looking at May. Um, so
2: I chose the revenge flick, Revenge. Um, it's about a young lady who seems to be at a a getaway and gets attacked by, I guess, some of the people that are in this party situation mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. during her getaway. Um, they leave her for dead. She recovers and then Goes back to the place where she was uh, hurt, and and tries to kill as many people
1: as humanly possible. Um, I love these sorts of movies. Sorry, my dog's freaking out in the background. Yeah. That means either uh, my wife and son are about to come home. Ah, someone could be breaking into the neighbor's house, or like someone <laughs> is walking by. All these he, scenarios. They, they're daring to walk by his house <laughs> at this hour. Yeah. Um, Hold on one sec, Sully. I know, Sully. he's so expressive. <laughs> he goes on. from growling to me like, There's a dog walking by, and he's not saying "Hey" to me. Uh, so yeah, revenge. I saw just a picture from that. I, mm-hmm. I didn't. Is there a trailer out? Yeah, there? there's a trailer,
2: and you uh, said the twist. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm
1: sorry. I didn't look at that. When did I miss like that, John? I know. Oversaturated
2: sort I of deal. Probably or... pretended I saw it and said it looks great or something like that. All right. right. Uh, oversaturated <laughs> sort of deal. Uh, red blood mask. Yeah. The person's like sharpening a, a knife and she's going jumping on top of people and slitting throats. And I'm, I'm really about, you know, like spit on your grave sort of. Right.
0: Hold
1: on. Sully! I know. Come here. What's going on? Are you, are you doing your job? Uh, oh. So yeah, I, I did. Had you did you watch the trailer, yeah, Steve? Okay. Yeah, okay, that's cool. I have to check it out. Definitely interesting. I couldn't tell from the description I saw whether it was one of these kind of postmodern, like post ironic kind of commentaries right, on right, that right. type of film, or if it was actually a sort of an almost like an exploitation film.
2: It but, looks like an exploitation film. Okay. Um, just and it's and it's directed by uh, Coralie Fargiet. I've I haven't seen any of her work, but uh, I love a, a woman directed woman-led film i'm all mm-hmm. about it especially it, it, it's supposed to be kind of in the same vein as uh what's that french horror film that came out a couple years ago uh with the short the lady with the short hair attention high, high tension it's it, it's been compared to that in terms of intensity and yeah. stuff like that so i you know you throw out high attention as a comparison yeah. I'm, I'm all in yeah looks really good
0: <clears throat> my pick for uh may i, I kind of was like Going for the big two tent poles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I gotta lean towards Deadpool 2. Yeah, um, I was, I mean, you know, the resident non comic guy read a, a few here and there, but I just really had a blast with the first film. I love Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see <clears throat> Josh Brolin in his second comic book movie this mm-hmm. summer. Um, I don't know, the cast is is, is killer. Um, I love David Leach Leach or Lech um, being involved. With the second movie, who uh, most people probably know from like the John Wick, Atomic Blonde is what he's you know kind of done recently, and he just recently announced to be doing the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff from the Fast and the Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. So just amazing action choreography, gunplay, just all that kind of crazy shit, which is just perfect for Deadpool. Yeah. So I'm ac- I'm really excited to see what he does um, with how the film looks, how its pacing looks, um, and it just looks like a really good time, and I like the trailer. Um, so yeah, I'm super, super stoked on Deadpool too.
1: I'm intrigued at the way they're expanding the world of the mm-hmm. character so much. Yeah. And the only thing I wonder is, is there any way it can be, I mean, it can't be a surprise like the first one was, but is there any way it can even kind of match, I mean, I don't know, maybe they've, obviously they haven't shown us but a fraction of what they have in the trailer. Right. But I just wonder, with it being such a team-oriented story and introducing all these characters, if it can have the sort of... I don't know, shark-like simplicity that made the first one work so well. And that's not to say they shouldn't be trying to expand it. I'm just saying it is not more of the same. It looks like they're definitely teetering it more towards a kind of traditional pole yeah. film in that way, but I agree with you. Josh Brolin just looks Josh Brolin interesting in that role. Seeing
0: like uh, Bill Skarsgård's in it, uh, the kid from Hunt for uh, the A- Wilder People, Dennison's in Denison. it, Denison. Terry yeah. Crews, Zazie Beats or is it Zazie? Yeah, uh, from I'm,
1: from Atlanta. I'm very excited to see her in that. Yeah. Um, now that I'm caught up on Atlanta, especially, I've, I've kind of reminded myself how, yeah, how she's great, just captivating she is. She's a great, actress. and as a group that they introduce an X Force, pretty is much, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of cool. But do you know what I mean? You know what though? It's the same concern we had uh, expressed before Civil War. It's like, are there too many characters in this movie? Yeah, same yeah. concern we're expressing yeah, right now. Yeah, this sense. episode comes out the day that Infinity War hits theaters. We won't have seen it yet. Uh, or we haven't seen it yet, but yeah, there's that question: of is it too much? So yeah, I think that's yeah. always going to be the problem with any kind of comic book thing: is the way that you build on the world in the sequel, the way that you expand it, it can make it something different. So, right, right. But did uh, the, the, the director? He directed the first John Wick. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a really economical movie. So maybe he brought some of that, like get to the pointness, uh, to this movie, even if it does have a dozen characters bouncing off. Yeah, it each just
0: other. seems like he's really uh, kind of. He's become like a guy, like the, one of the guys, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think, I know he produced the first one. I don't, I don't know if he has a director credit on the first John Wick though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he did some directing, like of some of the like action sequences. But the first one was um, that Chad something, Chad Siloski Or okay. Staloski. But he, it's the you know the aesthetic is seen in mm-hmm. Atomic Blonde, and you know even from the trailers and footage from this film, some of the action sequences look pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah.
0: So super excited for that what do you got for May
1: alright I'll close out May with uh, probably an obvious pick for me I, but I, not only is it I'm curious to know what they're doing with this Han Solo movie over mm-hmm. there at, uh, Disney and Same. Lucasfilm I also think it looks good and I, th- I feel like I've been one of the few people I know who all along has felt like though I did not want it when they said they were going to maybe do some expanded films, they were going to do some of these offshoots, these one-offs that would fall in between the big saga films. I didn't, right. I was not praying or crying out for a young Han Solo film. In fact, a part of me doesn't want to see that role recast. Doesn't want to see anyone else play it. it. But once they announced it, I immediately began to say, well, then just make a good movie. Don't fuck up Han Solo's origin. He is, if we think of Star Wars as one of the biggest franchises ever, and Han Solo is the most beloved character probably from, from the original films. Yeah. Um, he's the most beloved character. He's in the running for most beloved character of all time. I think "Don't fuck this up" is is written <clears throat> written large. <clears throat> Gosh, getting choked up about that that it. Like a, <laughs> where it like just takes your
0: voice away. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> I think it's, I think it's a. It went down the wrong pipe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, guys. So anyway, <laughs> It'll be a seamless at it. But um. But yeah, so wanting to see what they would do with it, knowing they wouldn't take it lightly, they wouldn't put out some shit, you know, if they could help it. Knowing that Lawrence Kasdan at least co-wrote the script with his son. No one writes Han Solo quips better than Lawrence Kasdan. Right. I think even from the trailer, some of the fun you see between Han Solo and Chewbacca, those simple exchanges that that t- say so much. Mm-hmm. Granted, Alden Ehrenreich is not Harrison Ford and will never be Harrison Ford. And there won't ever be another Harrison Ford. So to me, I look at Alden Ehrenreich with a certain amount of empathy almost like not like i feel sorry for the guy but like i can't imagine that is that's a huge hill to climb as an actor absolutely so i admire the kind of moxie to take it on mm. I, I kind of admire the boldness in general of that i don't see him in the trailer as really doing like a harrison ford impression but i do see him capturing some element of the kind of nervousness the sort of boyishness almost that that harrison ford could have in some of those comic moments um who knows what the movie's going to be like? Who knows what the performance is going to be like? Who knows what Star Wars is going to look like after this? This is the shortest gap ever between two Star Wars films. It's right. less than 6 months really. Yeah. Or right at about 6 months. So I don't know I don't know what to expect except for the fact that the trailers look cool. The heist on this train looks cool. Um, I I like Chewbacca wearing goggles, but it also could be one of those things where if the mix is just off just a little bit, like the production of the solo film is one of the most troubled productions that we've ever heard this much detail about. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that means, A okay this is oh this this has got to be one of the most troubled films of all time or do you think we are just in the age where too much. films make headlines Star Wars movies generate headlines yeah. yeah do you have a bad feeling about this or do you have a good feeling about this?
2: I think in the age of information, I think it's really cool that we're all privy to all this cool stuff but I think the difference between then and now like 20 years ago and now is like it it falls on every ear and the educated ear knows that that stuff is just stuff that always goes on the problem with that stuff is that if if it if that information falls in the wrong hands it's kind of magnified in a way that we just hadn't seen before it's like any little detail becomes something that's almost like unforgivable it Mm will it it, it will be awful there reshoots every movie has fucking reshoots i don't know if you know that guys listeners most films have reshoots right I mean how many reshoots? I mean if, if one has to more extent, reshoots than right. normal, yeah. Well, the, that, but these particular
1: something... type of films, Ronald, you're right. Like that's built into the schedule. Yeah, that, like yeah. they're gonna come they, they they don't always assume they're gonna shoot a huge chunk of the film, but they assume they're gonna need something that yes. they they didn't get the first yes, time. Yeah.
2: So don't so don't take all that stuff and think it's gonna be an awful offering. I am I'm, I'm excited about it. I think Disney has a formula where something at, at the very least is gonna be above average. Mm-hmm. At the very least. So that's what I'm expecting. It's at least going to be above average. Mm-hmm. This is this is going to be the first of the individualized sort of stories that we've seen. We've seen like ones that are in a world that's a little outside of the story, but this is like an origin story.
1: Yeah, right. This is different from Rogue One.
2: This is very different.
1: Because Rogue One filled in a plot detail. We yes. always knew that there was right, right, that there right. were these people that got the plans to the Death Star, but it's not the same thing as yeah. saying young young Han.
2: But it does have a lot of pressure behind it. It, mm-hmm. it is a very beloved character. But I mean, <laughs> this new company Disney, this this, fr- this <laughs> up fresh and up and coming <laughs> 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 trying this indie indie offering uh, this Han Solo. Word. Let's see how it goes. So.
0: It just, I mean, yeah, like, I don't know, nothing much to add. I mean, it it is something that always happens. Today, we hear about it in real time. Mm -hmm. You know, decades ago, you heard it about it years after a movie came out, so it never really was a factor in your wanting to see it or your feelings about how a trailer looks. Because now, you know, you have information like that and you're watching the trailer with a different set of eyes because you're looking for shit or you're thinking shit, you know, from what you've heard. But um, I'm looking for the seams. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll say like, you know, my my interest in the movie has grown exponentially over the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm definitely way more interested now that they've kind of put some full trailers out. Um, Still have some reservations about the casting, which we've talked about. Right. But I mean, I like the idea of it being like a heist. You know, it it looks truly what almost seemed like Rogue One was going to be more of. Yeah. This seems like it actually may be that this mm. might be
1: the fun that we yeah. thought Rogue One might yeah, be. Yeah, like you know, and I liked Rogue One, but it was not designed to be a fun team movie.
0: So I hope it ends up being that because I, I want it to be good. I, I like Ron Howard, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he's like kind of seen in a certain way, and I think it's kind of un- under he, un-
1: he's underrated. I've been enjoying watching him on social media the way that he yeah. has pushed his role in this. He really seems like a guy who is maybe a fan first, and he's is friends with Lucas. Yeah, and it brings a little bit of that classic. I'm all for this, yeah. bringing some of that classic Lucas back around. Disney's done a great job with Star Wars, in my opinion. And I love what they're doing. Right, right. But I, I, I'm I, not one who wants to act like Lucas didn't create this world. Right. like He might not know, especially with a character that he created, like Han Solo, that you know, it's cool to have someone who he might have picked, in sure, other words, sure. to shepherd this film.
0: No, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Cool. June, what do you got? June, okay. So uh,
2: 2011... Uh, a short came you know, 2018. out. 2018. We're doing We're, 2018. I know <laughs> today, today. But in 2011, uh, a short came out that kind of reminded me of the feeling that you got when you get a tape that that's gross, like uh, Faces of Death and all that stuff. Like, about a tape you would put in the VHS. Yes, a VHS. <laughs> it's a callback to last week. Yeah. You where you would where you would have something that you'd show somebody and like, have you seen this thing? And like
0: the tape in the ring. The
2: tape in the ring and. That was The Strange Thing About The Johnsons, directed by Ari Aster. It is one oh, of the yeah. weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. And it still has that feel, despite things being digital, that when you see it, it's going to fuck with you like it fucks with... You know, it, it has a feel to it like that. It, it,
0: <clears throat> I've never our, seen
2: it. It's, it's a, I, 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 All I'm going to say is, don't even look anything up about it. Just watch it. Okay. It's about a... A family, uh, a beautiful family of four or three. And um, they have a dark secret. And I'm just keeping okay. it at that. And then I'm telling you, you will never guess what the secret is. Okay. It is fucking dark. Okay. Um, Ari Aster did that. So this is one of those shorts that keeps re-emerging every couple years. Yeah. It's like, have you seen it? And it keeps getting put on like blogs and stuff like yeah. that. Fast forward to 2017. A twenty four announces that Ari Aster, the director of this weird short, is doing this movie Hereditary.
0: Right. <sighs> I think I picked that too this for June.
2: A director who, who has who has a a knowledge of sort of the weirdness that happens in the dynamic of a family, right. doing something that seems a even creepier than. The previous offering, which was fucking creepy.
1: Yeah, that trailer exudes menace, yeah. and, it's, and it's, it's, it's got like creepy sounds and images, yeah. and that's just the trailer, and you've got no context for it.
2: And if it's even remotely as dark as the short, he likes to lean towards things that people do not like, mm-hmm. and that's that's like abuse, yeah, sexual things. Mm-hmm. It's it's a strange thing yeah, that outside I think of the family dynamic. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. it's something that he's gonna maybe dig into with this and hereditary come on 824 at this point has a storied pass of making movies that just regardless of how you feel about it are against the grain of whatever's out right now yeah and this feels like one of those movies that is gonna be something special will
0: it not be one of those movies that's like marketed as like the second coming of horror I- I hope not man cuz it's also my pick for June I also selected hereditary because looks, of his
2: short they're going to do that
0: It looks it looks amazing the trailer's great I've only watched one of the trailers I actually yeah. I'm trying not to watch any more of them cuz I've just read enough and I want to just yeah. go The
1: yeah. first trailer gives you just enough mystery
0: but it is the the praise on it the A24 know? model you you've yeah. got that A24 template of like since The Exorcist yeah. since this and since the uh, since uh The Omen The yeah. Child yeah. you know
1: Man, that's the only thing that has me yes. hesitating. We've talked about it so many times. Whenever I see one of those trailers that says that shit, it's almost like my guard goes up. And I'm like, it used to have the opposite effect. And now it just makes me go, oh, okay, yeah, right. The yeah. scariest film since The Exorcist. People just like to say that. Yeah. I don't even think people watch horror films who say that shit. You know, like The yeah. internet
2: campaign is going to use that short. That's gonna. But well, what's gonna weird be though
1: is it comes out in
0: two months, and I, I don't know what that short is. <laughs> yeah, which is. I mean, and, and it'll cool. probably it has yeah. time to happen.
2: It has time to happen. But
0: I just hope that like they haven't burned that that goodwill from yeah. people that are like looking for that next great horror burned? film. There's a flaming man in the trailer. There's a, a flaming
2: man. View. Well,
1: I guess they did. <laughs> so um, in the middle
2: of a living room, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like,
1: like <laughs> yeah, "Oh God!" And that little. Noise that yeah. the little girl makes? Yeah. So yeah, that was your pick, and that was my pick, but you Holy should at least shit. throw out what was your second pick, just so we get three movies mentioned for yeah. Is it okay, Ronald? It's I fine, think it's okay man. when when it's fine when, for when, that. when we all pick the same. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I guess my second pick for June, only because um, the... Oh, man.
1: Yeah, I know. See? <laughs> There's
0: two. Uh, uh, ah, yeah. see? I'm going to go with one, though. I'm going to go with one. Do it. Only because it's fresh. When we're recording this, oh, a yeah, yeah, new might... trailer for Jurassic World came out today. No. With so I'll, I'll go. With, I'll go that. I'll go Jurassic <laughs> World, Fallen Kingdom, Jay Bayona, I love as a filmmaker, as a director. I you know, Monster Calls was one of my favorite films of 2016. Um, I love. Um, God, what's the other one that he did with the the, the 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 girl, the woman at the house with the kids? Oh my God! Uh, the the Orphanage? Orphanage, yep, Orphanage. Um, so I'm really excited to see what he's going to do with this Jurassic World franchise. The newest trailer that came out today, which is uh, Wednesday, uh, what is today's date? The 18th. Um, we're recording this. Um, it just e- Each trailer has gotten me more into the sequel. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Jurassic World. I thought it was fun. I thought it had problems, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. This looks like a darker film. I hope it is. Um, I like the idea, the tagline, the park is the park is gone, or whatever the tagline is. Right. Um, I love the idea of the main characters kind of getting uh, duped a little bit and, and kind of going rogue, um, which is kind of cool. And, you know, just the creatures, man. Like, what do you watch Jurassic Park for? You watch it for the cool characters that you care about, but you also watch it for the creature design, seeing some of these dinosaurs, these... You know, mutant dinosaurs are creating from DNA, and uh, I don't know. The latest trailer that I saw today really got me going for it. And there, there's that scene in the trailer, the that like massive like gator shark, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. uh, maglodon sh- gator surfing in the wave. I don't know if you saw it, yet. I, I don't think I've seen the new trailer um, yet. it's just a really cool shot, yeah. and I mean, just the idea that monsters are or dinosaurs are like out in the world. Mm-hmm. Is 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 cool, and hopefully it's done better than in some of the prior sequels, to Jurassic Park, yeah, um, or just differently, yeah. um, you know. Hopefully, but if I if I get to pick a number two, recently that mm.
1: trailer uh, is it's it's got me, you know. Like see, I, was I need saying... to see that because I have to say from the first trailer, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm on board for this because it's Jurassic Park, but it definitely didn't feel like it showed me enough <clears throat> substantially new. I agree. I agree. To, to engross me, and that's how I felt. Just like I
0: said about Solo, I've kind of gotten yeah. more and more into it. The final trailer that came out today, it's definitely more of the plot, which I think is cool, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Cool. It, it's got me pumped to see it, actually, which gotcha. which is good, because I love these movies in general.
1: Yeah, they're good movies. Well, see, I'm left with a tough t- test of trying to pick between th- three or four movies that are all different. Ha! Ah! They have different things going for them. There's not like one you can say, that's definitely the one, but I'm going to say, just for kind of what you said... Uh, uh, you know recency, something that seems really fresh, something that seems new. I I am very curious about a lot of films in June. There's some good looking shit. Every basically, they, we could have spent the whole episode talking about June. Yeah. But American Animals. Yeah. The next film by the by the team that came up with the the Imposter, yep. which is a documentary that does play around with like cinematic techniques and reenactments that that did show that they had a knack for <clears throat> uh, uh, that kind of storytelling. That's not just talking heads. And this is a movie that purports to be like A very true story, at least from what they've said. Is it like every detail is true?
0: This is a MoviePass joint. Did you know that? Oh, it is. is. This is the film they bought. Really? Yeah, MoviePass Ventures, their distribution arm.
2: Holy crap. This
1: is their first movie, or their first big acquisition. Oh, wow. So written and directed by Bart Layton is the the creator's name. Yeah, it just looks like a really interesting movie. The cast uh, is... uh, full of a couple of faces that I really enjoy seeing and I think that just this kind of content I don't know there's something about it that feels like it could be something really special and the fact that I don't quite know how it is something special and it almost seems like a story we've seen before but something about the way it's presented as almost like these kids are doing this crime out of some kind of boredom yeah. out of some kind of just like wanting to, to do something more interesting with their lives um, yeah it's an interesting idea and not knowing much about it except that it looks and feels cool and that the last project these people did was, was amazing um, I'm, I'm on board for American Animals even though movies that have American anything in the title I feel like that should be done right yeah they just keep doing it though um, but this is, it's a subgenre now because there's a, you know American made American,
0: American I love Bandle. most of
1: these movies though yeah <laughs> Maybe they realize Steve's gonna like this movie. Let's you're stick American. It American in title.
0: made, American Pie. American, American movie. Beauty. Oh American movie. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good run. American Psycho. American Psycho. Wow.
1: Maybe they should only make movies <laughs> with American title. <laughs> Seriously. American Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> the box office gross just shoots right up. Right, right. What do you got? July. Julie. Um
2: You're probably gonna pick this one. I am. <laughs> man look this was this this year the year that it came out three years ago uh was the James Bond movie that wasn't a James Bond movie yep and that's uh Mission Impossible Mission Impossible Fallout uh, th- While the trailer doesn't look quite as exciting as the last one um it still has this storied history of just being a solid story mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just solid stories where you know things fall apart. And, and they seem almost impossible for him to get back together. And he puts it together in a way. And the action sequences are so well shot. Um, there's never any CGI when you see Tom Cruise jumping around because he does his own shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and the things that he can't do... Um, they have so far away that you can't really tell yeah, anyway. It's, it's, you so, might see
1: a shot in this film and think, boy, it looks like he broke his ankle in that shot.
2: Yeah. And he, he
1: may and have. You're like, oh, you actually, know. he did.
0: Um, there's something about. That video is crazy, by the way. I haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's a, He's, like, jumping from a building to another building, and he's actually jumping, ah. and you see him break his ankle against the wall of the building. So it's like that Jackie Chan clip from, like, uh, yes. Rumble in the Bronx yes, or yes, something. Yes, yes, exactly. Does he Ooh. say, did, they, did we get the shot? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he said, doesn't he say that in the clip? Or does oh, he I don't know. Say, yeah, yeah. I feel like he does, or he gets up and keeps going. <laughs> like, he doesn't yeah. stop. But then apparently he broke his ankle, though.
2: There's something about somebody like Tom Cruise, man, you can say what you want about how you know, Scientology and all that stuff. A man that does his own shit.
1: And invented science fiction.
2: <laughs> invented science fiction. Also I mean, invented. So many accolades in his life, including inventing science fiction. <laughs> and being the first short man to be considered the most amazing man alive. Mm-hmm. It's just something that yeah, the, I, the
1: world's tallest short man, perhaps?
2: Ta- yes. I believe that he could beat anybody up at this point.
0: And I, I just... He looks amazing. He does. And this franchise has been handled so well. So yes. well. It's one of the most viable franchises. I mean, outside of some of the IP that we talked about just earlier, the Mission Impossible franchise franchise has done like the impossible, you know, you could say you could make a you know mm-hmm. argument about the Fast and the Furious franchise, but you know, it's the franchise that still makes Tom Cruise Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. And um and they've managed to make each film I mean, I don't know, maybe some would say some better, you know, like each film is sort of oh, getting yeah. better in some ways. Definitely. And, um, you know, working with Christopher, Christopher McQuarrie, which he has a great working relationship with, is coming, is going to be directing this one. I think he's coming back. He did the one prior, right? Yeah. The first time they actually directed the second one. Yeah. Uh, or a director has directed the next one in the, in the franchise, which is interesting. But I mean, he's got great casts around him. Um I'm curious to see what uh, Henry Cavill's character does in this film. I love Rebecca
1: Ferguson. Is he a good guy or a bad guy, Henry Cavill? I don't know. Because it looks like he's fighting he alongside does. He, him in some parts of the trailer. Yeah. And chasing him and chasing and him yeah. in another. I hope but, it's but, both. But Henry Cavill I, does this uh, move in that I love fight. It. The the brawler yes. thing, yeah. where he just like breaks the, I don't know, just, I don't know what that is, but yeah. like he does like the little arms down. It's like I'm now let's fight. And I'm like scared every yeah. time <laughs> I see that.
2: Makes <laughs> you realize how much bigger he is than Tucker. Yeah. yeah. He's a
1: big man. And uh, it's gonna be really interesting to watch them. But that's the scene going. where it seems like he's helping him. They're yeah, fighting they're does. fighting the same people in the bathroom. And then there's a scene later where in the, the helicopter. helicopters. I love that we've become such trailer watchers. Yeah. I think the interesting thing about that Mission Impossible trailer though is that I saw it for like the fifth time in a trailer in a theater recently, mm-hmm. like last week, and it it got me excited again. Yeah, you know, yeah. so you were saying maybe not as exciting as the last couple trailers, but as far as this franchise knowing how to say, Well, you like the last couple. And these movies are kind of getting better. And now look at this. Now look at this. I love that they know the joke of Ethan Hunt being kind of a maniac and being yeah. very Tom Cruise like yeah. in his. What will he do next? Yeah. I love that his trailers now do that. It's like, what's the stunt in this film? Yeah. You know, they have yeah. to they have to give you well, some... that's the angle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The fact that he does that, the fact that he works so hard, I do think that it's like the how, what actor of his ilk gets this much goodwill. Coming his way at this point in his career, what film series seems to be getting better and has more and more people saying you should really watch part six? Yes, the yeah. last few it's were crazy, good. It's man. pretty crazy. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna say this, and I and I I hope I don't offend anybody when I say this. He's one of the last movie stars, and I, and I, really I it feels you. different. Like he's I'm not saying that any of the people no, no, right, that are though. younger are are aren't of equal or greater talent. I just think there's something about whatever Tom Cruise is the fact that he's not on social media, the fact that he's not, he's,
0: he is, he's like, he's barely on social media. He's barely. He posts like his trailers. Yeah. Yeah. He
2: is, he is a, a movie star. It's,
0: it's, it's, you're so right. Mm -hmm. You're 100% right. But then you're also like, so wrong. Because he, this is what he's hanging on by. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Which Mm -hmm. is why I'm saying like, this is what makes him relevant still as a movie star. I love Tom Cruise. You know, and, Period. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah. But most other films that he's either tried to open or franchises that he's tried to start. Yeah. The Jack Mummy. Reacher. The Mummy. American Made, All these movies. Trash. Just bombs. I liked American Made And mm-hmm. Jack Reacher's fun. Yeah, the the, the sequel's not. Yeah. Um, But Jack not was in, in general, not bad films at all. Yeah. But the bankability of his name is not with those films. Yeah, yeah, it literally, I think, only still exists with Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why it's, like, all in on Mission Impossible. Give me the best story. Oh, give me the yeah, best yeah, yeah. cast. I need to up the stunt every goddamn And yeah, Let's show. take our time developing the it.
1: script, everything. Absolutely.
0: And I, and that's why I think they're, like, so consistent. And in some cases, better from from, uh, from film to film. I that's can't so cool. wait to see it. I can't wait. And on. I can't wait to see a final trailer for it, because the trailer we're talking about is still just a teaser. Right. You know, You know, in the next, like, probably two or three weeks, you'll, we'll probably get, like, a full trailer for
1: it, which will probably be fucking amazing. Yeah. Every time they make one of these movies I'm afraid though they're going to kill Simon Pegg's character. I know. It worries me. It's I like that's the that. one thing they can do that will actually hurt my feelings because yeah. I because I love that guy. Yeah. Um yeah. but maybe they know. Maybe they know like no we've this is a flavor we that keeps them coming back, you know. <laughs> All right, well, July, that was your pick for July? It was. Okay, uh, I don't know. July is another month where it would be very easy to to split my vote, but when I look at trailers, I think that's a big thing you got to do sometimes. There's movies you hear about. They sound cool. You want to see them. There's a big movie in July that I'm definitely going to see that I can't wait to see, but if I'm comparing trailers, I'm going to give the edge to a different movie. I'm going to give the edge to Sorry to Bother You. So sorry. Which is... not, not the theme to the movie. <laughs> not the theme of the movie. Uh, but a movie starring Lakeith uh, Stanfield. Ooh. Uh, it looks bizarre. It, it looks like weirdly satirical. It looks dark. It looks funny. It looks racial. It looks like it's in your face. Um, I, I just think it's a, it just looks like an interesting film. And I've That's heard really good things about it from festivals. And the guy who made it... Yeah, Sorry to Bother You, directed by Boots Riley. Oh, Boots Riley, never mind. <laughs> and written by Boots That's Riley. That's great name. So it's, it's another name, it's another auteur film, like uh, American uh, Animals for me from June. But it just, it just seems like such an interesting concept. And I, the way that it seems like it can be funny and relevant and surprising. And again, you watch the trailer and you don't know what the heck kind of movie it's going to be. It could be like southland tales or something like that where it's trying to do too much but i've heard too many really good things about it um uh that it just seems like it's going to be on the crowd-pleasing end of that kind of mind-blowing yeah spectrum but i like that i like when a movie when you don't know what the heck to expect yeah and, and like we've said before, Lakeith Stanfield is an interesting actor to watch. He's so good, man. He's so good, and he brings such passion to it, and he's got a genuine oddness to him that makes me think that's another reason why this movie could really be something off the wall, is that I think he would be attracted to that kind of material. Yeah. And, and Tessa Thompson also. She's really achieved a lot in terms of you know name recognition, getting to the point where now you see her and you sort of associate her with a certain kind of genre project, but she yeah. can do big stuff. Yeah, I, I expect this to be a really interesting film. Sorry to Bother You. My pick for July. Cool. August. Bring this it This is out. the last pick? That's
0: it. Oh,
1: shit. Um,
0: this is that, that you know, like, ether of movies that, like, look cool, but you're like, I don't know if that's going to be oh, good. Oh,
2: I have a definitive one that I know is going to be, that I've been waiting for. Mm. I, okay, so I started on the book, didn't finish, my girlfriend finished. Um, it For You? <laughs> she did she
1: read it to you <laughs> uh
2: and that is the all asian beautiful cast crazy rich oh Asians. yeah that looks good have you fucking read this book i have not man but i've do heard it. amazing
0: things so i'm like halfway
2: into it it's a it's a really interesting uh movie about classism and uh old money versus new money the perception of both uh, and a family, uh, two families kind of merging because of uh, a couple, you know, one, the, the boyfriend is coming from a certain type of money, the girlfriend's coming from a certain type of money, and these worlds are colliding. And there's like a storied history of some families not getting along, getting mm. along, and kind of how they function with all this money. And uh, it's something that I've never really read before, something that I've never really experienced. And, and apparently it's very close to uh, the reality for a lot of people. Mm. And and this, these are like families that have had money for like hundreds of years, Some for some thousands. Like there's like yeah. a weird situation where like somebody invested in peanuts in a place, a factory was opened up, and they've been printing money since. Mm-hmm um all asian cast uh which i think is incredible um and i just think it's gonna be a good movie so crazy rich asians is my part.
0: yeah. the moment i saw constant Wu was involved with it i'm yeah I, i'm in and I, it's, I love her it's really cool because like you know she's been kind of advocating yeah. for women and yeah. uh asian women yeah
2: it just and then this comes along and she's she's a part of it I, i'm a big fan of constance as i'm sure you are yeah. too yeah so i um, love her on uh Fresh off the boat, she's incredible yeah. and beautiful, gorgeous, yeah, yeah. So, crazy Rich Asians.
0: My pick for August is um Rupert Wyatt's Captive State. Oh, yeah, so I don't really know a ton about the movie, but just the premise, the director who, mm. I, who I'm i generally a fan of, right. um, John Goodman is in it, um, Vera Farmiga, Vera Farmiga, um, just the idea of it taking place. A decade after some sort of <coughs> extraterrestrial occupation in the city of Chicago mm-hmm. and how people are living then um, people that are going along with it. this says it looks
1: at both sides too yeah. so it makes me people think... going
0: along with it people who like still are not okay with it yeah I oh, like wow. the idea of that and just the first still I don't know if you guys saw the, the mm. picture um, it looked pretty pretty slick it's like I'll show you guys, you won't be able to see it on the podcast, but like, just John Goodman like sitting in like some sort of chamber with like a gas mask on. Ooh.
1: Mm-hmm. Just kind of cool design <laughs> in it. Um, Plus him coming off of... Tank um, Cloverfield. Of yeah. Uh, Cloverfield, yeah. Which is like uh, a great use of him in a, yeah. you know, the creep factor of that role yeah. and his, his ability to be kind of unsettling and use his physicality and his, yeah, kind of... Lovable Uncle Kowali, all that. It was like, yeah, I could see him doing some interesting things with his, with the product. Like
0: yeah, I'm always that. down for a good. Like, I, I love alien stories in general. Yeah. Um, so the idea of it taking place like after an occupation has taken place, like mm-hmm. time after, I'm very curious to see what that looks like. And um, John Goodman what, doesn't pick bad movies, man.
1: He's, yeah, he's, he's interesting. At, he's yeah. interesting. I've, I like most of his movies. Yeah, it's too. not to say that he's never been in a bad one, but yeah. you're right. He doesn't pick like the obvious. I mean, outside of, like, the Flintstones movies or something like that. And you love him. You know what I mean? Like, we all kind of love John Goodman. I I watched Raising Arizona a couple weeks ago with my family. And I'd forgotten how... I mean, I love that film. I've seen it so many times. But every time I see it, it sort of strikes me how young John Goodman was when he made that. And what a discovery he seemed at the time. And you think about that relationship with the Coen brothers. They've been making films for so long at Mm -hmm. this point. Yeah. That movie's so good. Crazy. Side topic. Why has Nicolas Cage never worked with the Coen brothers again? Like I don't know if anybody has oh, ever maybe been he's like batshit crazy as perfect. Like he delivers their dialogue as like he and Holly Hunter really yeah. oh amazing as about as well as amazing. anyone's ever done. And then they you know it seems like they do that like they'll they'll latch onto a leading man and work with him again and again and it just right. made me think like what's up with that is there some like is Nicolas Cage enough of a uh, even though he takes whatever script is he enough of an artist to say like. That was perfect. I don't want to work with them again, or is it that they aren't calling, or what? I just can't imagine what it is, because it cool. seems like they they could do a little bit—not quite the Tarantino thing—but yeah. it seems like they could do some late career rehabilitation for Nicolas Cage if it was the right Cage role. of Science, Cage of Science. It could for... happen, man. Could it Stranger really? Things Get that happen. Yes. <laughs> Get him in like two or three good movies. I think. No, you're right. Restart his shit, man. He's never been like. Like what's the longest stretch of sheer awfulness he's been like? Like how many movies in a row were terrible? Like what? What was the last one he made that was any good? Mom and Dad. Have you seen that? I did. I enjoyed the shit out of that man.
0: It was it's, fun, but it's, it's kind of silly.
2: Silly as hell, but it was such a cool idea.
0: Yeah, he's like, but it's like that's that's the performance though that yeah he is in like everything now yeah, yeah. and that's the problem is that like it's I can't I'm trying to think of the last like really good like, what was the last time he was like a character I um, that you believed I don't know. I don't know, I mean, a lot of people enjoyed, yeah, I would say, a lot of people enjoyed Kick-Ass, or, I mean, the National Treasure movies did pretty well, (laughs) the first one, it was a huge hit, it really was, I mean, that was a a blockbuster, that was a franchise starter that never really got going, but those are the two that come to mind, like, in terms of, like, mainstream movies, recent, Mm -hmm. and that's not recent at all, but, I mean, he's gotten in, he's been in so many, he's had a movie coming out this year called Mandy. Yeah, that's supposed to be actually pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm very curious to see that. Um... But it also sounds like it's being billed as he's unhinged. in Yes, yeah, uh, and you're right. It's like, do they, do they bring him in to do like anything mom and dad, else? Yeah. It's just it's yeah. like just like mom and but dad. But mom
0: and dad was such a fun movie, man. I, I I thought it was fun. I I did have fun with it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll
1: see. Yeah, John Goodman.
0: <laughs> Captive State,
1: August. Let's Captive see. State. Well, my, that was my pick too. And my number two is Brian Henson's uh, oh, Happy, Happy Time, Time. Murders. Mm. Um, you know, it's one of those concepts that it's 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 a puppet based. Noir style murder mystery mm. that sounds like it's like the Roger Rabbit of the puppet world. It's an amazing premise, yeah. It really, it really is. is. I haven't seen where it's about like it. there's a world where puppets are real and there's a murder, and there's like, I mean, it, it's, they're, they're the stars of like an
0: 80s series, yeah. And like the, the stars are the puppets and they exist in our world, yeah. Oh, they're just and re- they're starting to and they're beginning to be murdered, and there's like a mystery survi- surrounding solving mm-hmm. who's murdering them.
2: That sounds nuts, man.
1: The only thing that gives me trouble, and I don't even dislike as an actress i don't dislike melissa mccarthy but that she's mm. the lead of this doesn't tell you anything about the direction it's going in oh, she yeah. could be great she can be quite funny and quite good but her being in a movie it's kind of like ben stiller it's like yeah. it doesn't promise anything in particular it doesn't tell you whether it's going to be mainstream shock i look? don't think there's anything the yet it's Ooh. like captive state you know probably in a few weeks we'll see trailers yeah. for some of these late summer films start yeah. to roll out but i think that's why um, it's hard to choose, but yeah, I, I like the idea. I like the premise of the Henson Company continuing to do interesting things yeah. that aren't strictly trying to revitalize the Muppets. So yeah, I'm into this, but just having not seen anything it's got a from cool it.
0: Pretty cool cast though, too. I mean, beyond well, her, it's Elizabeth Banks, Joe McHale, Maya Rudolph, yeah, Jimmy O'Yang, Yang, uh, Fortune Feinster, who is you would know if you saw her. She's mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah.
2: Um, a, a lot of
0: comedic actors
1: right it could be quite funny well you know like when, it, when it's they, definitely
0: heavy on that yeah, when yeah. they
1: announce a um the Muppet movies, it's always like that. Like the yeah. list of people they get, it's always like it's kind of in line. Yeah. And I have to say, like Joel McHale, I think he plays like an FBI agent in it. Yeah. That to me sounded like that sounds like a scene from the Muppet movie, doesn't it? Where he <laughs> yeah. would be interacting. So I, I hope that it's got some of that what we love about the Muppets is that silliness sure. and that it's kind of open to the just puppets being in the real world. And mm. it sounds almost like it's gonna be that. Yeah. And it does sound very Roger Rabbit. It sounds very much like humans and puppets interacting yeah. like humans and tunes in that. So yeah, I'm hopeful that it'll be something something special and not just like Somehow it sounds like one of those projects that by the time you see it, you will go, oh, yeah, they worked really hard over a long period of time to make this work. And it's weird. Do you know what all the kind of movie I'm talking about yeah, where you absolutely. hear about, like, anytime Terry Gilliam puts out a movie, I feel like that. I feel like there's a long period between the financing and the shooting and yeah. the getting this made. And when it finally comes out, it's going to be like, okay, you know, I don't Good know. For <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm hopeful for Happy Town Murders. Cool. Cool. But I think my heart is with with Captive State, that kind of genre thing. So it's really awesome. Cool. So what do we think now that we've talked about it? Does that sound like an interesting summer? It does. It does. It's uh, not as many tentpole picks as
2: I thought there would be. Right. But that may be a good thing. I'm always a big fan of when we pick ones that are off the beaten path of maybe what people are – Noah's coming out yeah honestly so
1: I hope that if anybody listening heard about this solo film that's coming out in May that they're like I might give this this, yeah. this Star Wars thing a try <laughs> small
2: company making this film yeah but I- I'm, I'm happy. I'm
1: happy. We'll have to check back at the end of the summer and see where
0: yes, yes, each we. of these months landed with these films that we've
1: picked. I always want to do some kind of thing where we actually follow through on seeing all the films we mentioned. But I we feel should. like we're all guilty of not even seeing a film that we thought was going to be one of our picks. Yeah. And that just goes to show you, especially like for August, August can change a lot. Oh, totally. Captive State could put out a trailer that looks iffy and then there could be five other films. But Rupert Wyatt's last film um, was um, The Planet of the Apes, right? The first the of Rise. the new series. Yeah. yeah. So, I, so that's a good track record. good uh, also did track The record.
0: Escapist, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep wanting to think Brian Cox is in it. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's right or not, but I don't know. It's a really good movie. <laughs> Brian Cox is probably in it. Uh, chances, yeah. are <laughs> chances are good. Chances are pretty good.
1: Um. But yeah, we'll have to check back maybe and see see what these panned out on. I have to go back to all the previous summers, determine if we have seen all those films, make sure we see them all. That's a very pressurized yeah, I know. situation.
0: <laughs> Boom, Brian Cox was in it. I was right. Oh, yep. cool. First list Damian Lewis, Joseph Fiennes. Still got it. Dominic Huber. Pretty cool cast, man. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good film. Um but yeah, we'll we'll check back and, and hopefully Hereditary is not does not fall prey to the horror hype machine. Yeah. uh, that is the question
1: that's like the ultimate question of all these movies we've talked about tonight it really is outside of wondering just what exactly Solo is gonna be and if we're gonna see the seams between the the Lord and Miller version and the Howard version the other big question is definitely that
0: it's crazy that they're putting Hereditary out in June I mean it's 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 a good sign yeah Yeah. because like that's like that conjuring slot you know Mm -hmm. like the horror movie that they're really confident in to put it out in the summer <clears throat> and they're going for that slot with that oh movie. sure so um hopefully hopefully it lives up to that so, is that kid here somewhere or yeah. let's <laughs> hope not <clears throat> um yeah so that's that that's 213 2018 episode 213 it's an echo <laughs> that was <laughs> um you can find us pretty much anywhere podcasts are streamed or downloadable apple podcasts spotify um all the other places or all of them whatever they are spotcast should be there Spot, cast, cast pot. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> cast Ride, Cast Iron Pot, yep myspace we're there yeah. myspace
1: <laughs> um, you think people are gonna mass like all this people leaving facebook do you think myspace is gonna get any action get back up how
2: crazy would that be man it's not impossible no. if they're very
1: transparent about their rules <laughs> about their privacy policy <laughs> yeah <laughs> So crazy. Just
0: want to be up front with you. We are going to do this and we're going to do that.
1: I want to see like that picture of Tom, but like digitally aged. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like a little gray around the temples. Was it you that were you were talking about the impossible posture. Yeah, he's got he's just a skinny guy and he's turning at an extreme angle, but you're right. It does, it is hard to mimic that. My
2: friend Cameron implied that he may have scoliosis, and that's how it worked.
1: I think that he's not human and he's generated by (laughs) some AI somewhere. Yes. Bastard. Some some. Some mid-90s AI, though, not not the stuff that we have today.
0: <laughs> Justin Timberlake owns it now, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> MySpace, not Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody
1: owns Tom. <laughs> or that robot that is Tom.
0: Yeah. Justin um, Timberlake owns Tom. But if you find us on any of these podcast uh, platforms that we mentioned, if you can leave a review or leave a rating, however, <clears throat> if it's a star rating on Apple Podcasts or just some sort of thumbs up, whatever the system might be, we really appreciate it. It helps, you know, get the get the podcast up there if somebody happens to search for a movie podcast or a review podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday it'll suggest us. <clears throat> and get some more listeners and we'd appreciate it. Um, you can reach them at facebook.com slash movie sh movie, at gmail.com if you have ideas for episodes Or just want to interact. We're pretty active on Facebook, like I said last episode, and would like to be even more so. So if you have an interest, (laughs) 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 if you want to chat, (laughs) find us there and uh, and say hey. Um, But yeah, as always, you've been a day. Thanks. Bye.